Good morning, church. Good morning. Hey, this morning, I know I usually ask you a question. We're in part three of Don't Let Yourself Be Troubled um, from John 13 and 14 this morning, but we're in part three. Normally, I ask you a question this morning. Instead, I want you to think back to the best gift you ever unwrapped. Just think your just close your eyes for a second. Just remember back to a gift and unwrap it and what it was like to, to pull the bow off and to take the ribbon off and maybe not have the wrapping paper taped in a way that was easy to get off, but you got inside it was a best gift and that feeling. Do you have it? Good, good. So there you have this thought. I'm I'm gonna see if I can find a way this morning to help you unwrap another gift again the peace from the holy spirit so don't let yourself be troubled but let's uh let's go into this i'm going to try to help you remember that gift part one if you remember two weeks ago was was of don't let yourself be troubled was about the love that god has for us right in the midst of it part two it was about trusting god that he's trustworthy. It's not blind trust. It's learned trust. You, he's he's been that way, and now he's trustworthy. And today we're gonna have, talk about the gift of peace from God into our lives, which is the Holy Spirit. Here we go. This is from John fourteen twenty two through thirty one. But remember, the whole piece we're talking about is thirteen thirty one through here. So. Chapter 14, verse 22. Then Judas, not Iscariot, said, But Lord, why do you intend to show yourself to us and not the whole world? I'll get back to that. Jesus replied, Anyone who loves me will obey my teaching. My Father will love them, and we will come to them and make our home with them. Anyone who does not love me will not obey my teaching. These words you hear are not my own. They belong to the Father who sent me. All this I have spoken while still with you. But the Advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and will remind you of everything I have said to you. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let yourself, your hearts be troubled, and do not be afraid. You heard me say I'm going away, and I'm coming back to you. If you loved me, you would be glad that I'm going to the Father, for the Father is greater than I, and I have told you now before it happens, so that when it does happen, you will believe. I will not say much more to you, for the prince of the world is coming right now. He has no hold over me, but he comes so that the world may learn that I love the Father and do exactly what the Father has commanded me. Don't let yourself be troubled. The whole peace of God hinges for us on two words that are in this text. Two words. Now, my translation said this, but the advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send me, will teach you all things and will remind you of everything I've said. Um, really like, there's a, I couldn't find the translation this morning. 
But the word teach in this way also has some aspect of lead. I will lead you into all things or lead you into remembrance of all things. So the first word is is that. And, and of course, from our sermon title today, don't let yourself be troubled. So let and lead. The first word, let. Don't let yourself be troubled. Don't let yourself be drugged into trouble. Don't, don't, uh, it's like getting into an argument. The other day I was down at a coffee shop and I was talking to somebody and there was somebody else there and he was just asking for an argument from me about something and I didn't let myself fall into the trap. And A, I, I started to say I have that conversation with him again, but sometimes you have to just do this let thing. You have to not let yourself go down one way just because it seems like the path to go. Don't let yourself get drug into trouble. Don't let yourself take your eyes off the Father. We do this by setting our hearts and minds on God's loving acceptance of us and trusting his trustworthiness. And we let ourselves and let our hearts stay there rather than taking them off that spot and going over here to where trouble is. I'm finding that a little bit in, in my house project as we go right now, that, that as I start a project, there, there keeps being this spot where I could do this other thing if it has to happen. And so right now, I, I could let myself just keep going and just keep tearing stuff apart. But I need to hold true to getting something done. So, so this word let, I'm going to let myself not be troubled. I'm not going to let myself get drug into new troubles and new arguments and new difficulties all the time. I'm going to keep my mind and heart set on God's loving acceptance of me, who tells me who I am, who tells me what I'm going to be, that he's trustworthy, and I'm going to trust him. I'm going to let my heart remain there. I'm going to set and let my heart remain right on that spot, my mind on that spot. And I'm not going to let myself get drug away and I'm not going to drag myself away. That's that first word. Don't let yourself be troubled. Let yourself. But the second word, when we do that, when we, when we don't let ourselves be troubled, the second thing, God's gift, the Holy Spirit, leads. That's the second part of this unwrapping the gift of the Spirit, is to let the Spirit lead us into remembrance, into teaching, into growth, and into the peace that passes all understanding. And this is what it is. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. I do not give to you as the world gives right? I don't give it to you and then take it away. I don't do that stuff. Don't let your hearts be troubled and don't be afraid. Let the Spirit lead you into a spot where you trust God. And that's going to take some time, right? It takes time to learn how to trust God. We were talking about this in Bible study, which is now Tuesday night. But in Bible study, we were talking about how somebody comes to trust God for the first time. And the experience can be sort of wrangled down into a two or three part process, depending on how you do it. But the first part is, is that if you get to know somebody and you become trustworthy to them, 
they trust you. That's the first spot. They learn to trust you. And as you in that trust relationship or that relationship you formed with them, they start to hear about God and they borrow a little bit of the trustworthiness that you have built up with them and they lend that to God and then God becomes trustworthy on his own. So we are in that process too, is that somewhere along the lines, we trusted somebody and we heard about Jesus and we go, I don't know if I believe this. And we let ourselves be led to Jesus and put our minds there. And then we, and we were led into a deeper relationship by him. That's the work of the Holy Spirit. And all of that happens in this one way that we don't let ourselves be dragged away. We, we get ourselves out of the way of peace. This is the hard part about it, that most of us, and I'm not into victim blaming here. I'm not saying that just because you're in a hard time or a hard place, that it's your fault for letting yourself get drugged away. But I need you to know that often the peace you experience in any form of difficulty, you've seen that, you've, maybe you've had it at one time or another, that that moment was... The peace is always part of letting yourself be trusted, trust God, and then letting the Spirit lead you into a deeper place. Now, that doesn't mean that your troubles aren't bad and that you shouldn't worry over them. And I'm not saying that God caused the troubles. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is literally that God takes the things that happen for those called according to his name and, and living according to his purpose. That, by the way, is another way of saying of letting your heart remain still and on God the whole time. And then letting him lead you in his spirit. That's what it's called according to his purpose and living that way. For the, those people, he then works that trouble for good doesn't mean he's responsible for the trouble you're in on earth you're in troubled areas on earth and earth has its own troubles and tomorrow has enough troubles for itself and so does today you don't need to let yourself be troubled by those but you need to let your heart and mind stay on christ and not get led into trouble because you're not available for extra trouble today. That's what I'm sort of talking about. I'm not saying that you don't have it. So I'm not victim blaming for those that are struggling. I'm sorry. This is the way you get out of that struggle as you start doing this. And it's not so easy that it just happens. But in order to be led, you have to stop trying to control by yourself and let God be in charge. That was Part one of the love of God is that he actually takes control of the things that we can't fix. And then we trust him and then we are led by him and we let ourselves be led by him. Now, I want to go back to this question that I said right at the beginning of Judas, not Judas Iscariot said, but Lord, why do you intend to show yourself to us and not to the world? Here's the deal. Jesus showed himself to the world and those that were willing to see him for who he was 
saw him for who he was, and those who were not willing to see who, him for who he was did not see him and did not perceive him as the Son of God and argue against him and blah, blah, blah. It's the same process. If you'll let yourself turn to God, you will be able to see him and do that. But if you will not let yourself turn to God, is there's this process of permission and God will not force you into this spot. But if you want God to reveal himself, you have to be available for the leading. You have to let yourself be available to the leading. And you do that by setting your hearts and minds on him and his loving acceptance and then beginning to trust that. This is the third part of not letting yourself be troubled. The first part, remember, is that you know that God loves you and that he's, he's purchased the right to do that on the cross and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And because he's, he's proved himself trustworthy over time, the gift of peace of the Holy Spirit inside us leads us to trust him even in the midst of things that we don't understand and why are we going through them and and all that but you can go ahead and trust him and be mad at him all that but talk to him if you want but don't let yourself be troubled don't sign yourself up for that troubled church will you pray with me Lord Jesus, this morning, I ask specifically that you be with my church, that you be with each of your people that are here, that are listening, that are your people in Colville and in Stevens County in Washington, and that you would work in their hearts and minds, that they would trust you, and in doing so, know your peace in the midst of wherever they're at. Help us not live in fear, Lord but in peace, the peace that comes from you. In your precious name, Lord, amen.